This is News Talk 980 CKNW. Vancouver's News, Vancouver's Talk. All right, here we go with this week's Midweek Money Talks report. and very pleased to welcome Michael Campbell as always. Hey, Michael. Hi, Mike. Okay, this to me is fascinating about China's currency devaluation. And I know this is huge and has major implications for the entire world. So let's start with that, Michael. What is going on here? Can you explain what's happening with this? Yeah, bottom line is keep in mind their currency does not trade like ours. You know, the Canadian dollar trades every single day. We've had a devaluation. It's taken two years. But their currency is pegged, so it, you know, it's staying in a very tight range. And I think the big thing was it was a surprise yesterday when their central bank came out and said, you know, basically we want our currency a little bit lower. So they lowered it about 1.9%. Here's the incredible thing, Mike. At the time, the, you know, Chinese bureaucrats are saying, well, this is just a one-off event. Well, it happened again today. Now they're down about 2.8% total over the two days. And there's so many things that come into this. Let's just start with this. It's the second biggest economy in the world. You know, we've got a global economy that is uh, certainly slowing. You've got flatlining in, in Europe, for example. Uh, you know, Canada's growth is so poor. You know, it's one, you know, whether it's 1.1, 1.6, who cares? You know, it's slow. And, uh, you know, Australia, etc. So, you know, you don't need the second biggest economy in the world to join that party. And they obviously have, by the way. This was just the latest in a number of moves that really just put the icing on the cake and, you know, screamed to everybody, our numbers are probably a little worse than we're telling you. How does the government, the government just order the central bank? To, yeah, to reduce the... that's basically right, yeah. I mean, it's a manipulated economy. Just like when their stock market fell so dramatically from mid-June into late July, the government just stepped in. I mean, they were the major player. I mean, with about a half trillion dollars and a whole bunch of other measures. They had about eight or nine measures to try and support the stock market. Well, in this case, yeah, they control the currency, and they just said we're going to lower the peg against this basket of currencies, effectively devaluing their currency. They're trying to do it to what? To protect their own economy? and make them, uh, help their exports, that kind of thing? Absolutely yeah. right, Mike. It's the export side of the coin. I mean, their numbers have been very poor. Like, for example, in July, their exports were down 8.3% compared to the previous July. And, and let me just throw one more thing. I don't want to digress too far, but literally they stay in power, I think, as long as their economy does okay. I mean, the social unrest comes, as it does everywhere, but they don't have any other mechanism other than, you know, sort of revolution there. I mean, at least in our, in our countries, the Western countries, if we don't don't like something, we get a safety valve of voting. They don't have that. And I think they maintain control by having, uh, you know, a strong economy because they've got a huge movement from the rural population into the urban population. They've got to create more jobs than there is literally Canadians working every single year. They've got to do that. So that's what the big worry is. And so they've had this string of bad economic numbers. And so this isn't the only thing they've done. For example, they've already lowered interest rates four times in the last short while. So this is the case where they're saying you're absolutely right. Let's get our exports a little more attractive. And I think they're looking at other Asian countries led by Japan, who has allowed their currency through their central bank actions to depreciate so dramatically. And in other words, get market share. And that's the game. And that's what worries, by the way, the markets, that this is going to be a competitive currency war out there that we're going to try and devalue our way to grab trade from the country next Year. Okay, it looks like those stock markets all around the world don't really like this, including Canada's markets. Yeah. So why, why, should, why is that and why should we care about this here in Canada? 
Yeah, well, I mean, again, the Chinese, uh, you know, buyers have been a, the major feature of the commodity markets. That's sort of led the way. We got out of that 2008-2009 subprime crisis way faster than anyone else, literally, and it because of our commodities, and led by oil, but other resources did very well. Well, Chinese demand was leading the way for that, and, uh, you know, plus a whole bunch of other things. I mean, they've become a recipient of, uh, of uh, direct uh, dollars in investment. They get, you know, exports from you know, effects expertise and services and goods into their marketplace. So again, a strong Chinese economy is important really throughout the world. I think the other one they're worried about is deflation, though. I mean, that's been the big problem. As asset prices fall, like our commodity prices have fallen, the worry is about deflation. And uh, I don't know if the world can stand much more of that. Okay, you have said that this may turn out to be the biggest financial story of the year. Why do you think that? Yeah, this is something that you haven't been hearing about, and I think it's key, that what we're going to see, I think, is other Asian countries, other emerging markets, wanting to get back that market share we just talked about through exports. So they're going to devalue. Well, one of the big problems we've got in the world today is how much money's been borrowed in U.S. dollar terms. You know, so because you can get a better rate, people will lend to you because they don't have to worry about the currency risk in your currency. They'd rather U.S. dollars. So, yeah, there's been a ton of borrowing. The estimate is somewhere around the $9 trillion mark of, of, you know, emerging market countries like Thailand or Indonesia, etc. They've borrowed in U.S. dollars. Well, now their currency is falling. So that's the equivalent of having a big jump in interest payments, a big jump when the principal comes due. I think that's going to be a monster story. I think uh, I've been saying for an age that we're going to see the next leg of the de- debt crisis hit us in the second, uh, the last quarter of this year. I think this is where it originates. And what about money flowing out of China and around the world, Michael? I mean, money flowing into, into Canada here, does that speed up or slow down? I think it speeds up, actually, or at least maintains. And the reason is that money was coming out in shirts of sort of security. For example, the biggest buyers of $10 million-plus real estate in New York City were Chinese buyers. That wasn't because they wanted to live there. That was because it was just another way of storing their money. Yeah. Like people ask me all the time, where's my money safe? Well, that was their answer. We've seen it. A new report today came out that it's the upper end of the market uh, it, that you've seen that kind of Asian buying, you know, 3 million plus. That's exactly, to be honest, what I've been saying for ages. It wasn't impacting the entry level of the market or even the mid-level of the market particularly. It's all about protecting your cash and whether you choose diamonds or gold and real estate is another one of those choices. Uh, so I think that's one of the big things you're going to see it continue. I think this will be yet another reason why the U.S. dollar goes up, by the way. Every time there's been a problem, really, in the last five years, money hasn't gone to gold. Money's gone to the U.S. dollar. I think that trend continues. Michael, it's fascinating stuff. Thanks for joining us as always. My pleasure. All right. That's Michael Campbell with the Midweek's Money Talks Report. News Talk 980 CKNW.